just thinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Hey, welcome to Generation L. New year, new episode, new funny shit. Hope you guys enjoy, and peace, love you, and listen and have fun. Hey, yo, yo, what's going on? Welcome to Generation Animal. What's up, Tony? Hey, what's going on, buddy? How you doing, man? I'm good. <clears throat> Excited to... Oh, it's a new year. First episode of the year. Yeah, it's um, been since the holiday, man. Yeah, when you yeah fucking... You oh, we got a lot to talk about. Get back and all that shit that you were saying, all that bullshit you were talking before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. This is going to be a fun one. Who we got today? We got Frankie... Geratin, or uh, how the fuck you pronounce his last name? <laughs> Why would you even do that to anyone? <laughs> you can correct us in a minute there, Frank. Okay, I will. From Craven Strains, also done many shows with him with Dead Superstar. I, you know what's great is I have my two favorite people fucking I ever played with on stage in my fucking career on this fucking podcast. So I'm fucking excited. What's going on, Frank? Hey, how you guys doing? Up. Hello. Snack back in the house. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Happy New Year to you guys. I know it's a little uh, late in the game, but Happy New Year. All right. It's a month. It's the exact month from Christmas. So Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> right on. Okay. Happy Kwanzaa, Frank. <laughs> oh, thank you. Because yeah, I celebrate that, and I also celebrate um, everything else. I, I Hanukkah. Celebrate all. That was the other one you were looking for. I, cel- I celebrate Hanukkah. Yes. <laughs> I celebrate Flag Day. That's my favorite time of the year. Take a flag out and swing it around and pop open some soda. I like flags. <laughs> Fun with flags. Fun with flags. I like your you uh, jacket there, Tony. I know. I want to wear, especially for you tonight. Representing. So, Frank, how you doing, man? I'm good. Uh, getting things moving on around over here now that we're not playing shows like who knows for how long you know um i set up my home studio to get things moving to like at first it was just for fun to throw some guitars on some tracks and send things around to the guys and stuff just to keep my chops up but now i decided to do i got a new project i'm working on i don't know if i told you guys about it i don't think i don't know if i did but uh i'm developing my own podcast video podcast for uh this concept that i got going on so um yeah so this whole thing is going to be a whole new window of opportunity for um a lot of people you know it's going to be really what's cool the, gonna... what's the concept what can you not tell us well yeah i could no, i could totally disclose the whole thing um a while back when covid hit i was trying to figure out you know what you know, we can't rehearse. We, there was a time we couldn't rehearse and then there was no shows. Now there's no shows at all, you know? So it's like, shit, what do I do? There's only so many, you know, cool guitar videos I could make or silly guitar videos I could make. You know, I, I, I needed to find something that had meaning. Um, you know, this, and with, with Zoom and the videos and the, everything going on, um, I, I'm fortunate enough to uh, get this whole, I had this whole idea for like, what would be a, what would be an impactual type podcast that wouldn't be that no one's really doing, 
you know, and, um, but it's personal. It's something that's real for me, you know, and I'm doing, um, you guys know I'm in recovery 15 years clean and off drugs and alcohol. And so I decided to put together a show called, um, rock recovery and rock recovery. Okay. Yeah. I I did see you post something on that. Okay. And through my 15 years of being clean, I've met some amazing people who are in recovery, musicians, people, music lovers, um, just even just, you know, people who are, you know, who just made an impact on my journey of me staying clean for this long, you know, amount of years, you know, and um, the, each episode is a one-on-one with uh, a recovering addict or someone who's recovering, or maybe he's not in, maybe they're not in NA or any kind of group meetings. They're just in, um, they're recovering from changing their lives to be from whatever it was bad to a good thing, you know, and like we, we discussed that, but we throw in some rock and roll and music and it's pretty cool. It's been great. I got like 12 episodes in the wrap and we're going to go live on uh, March 12th. That's so. awesome. Hey, here's to you recovering. Thank you. <laughs> That's why I love you, man. That's why, that's why I love you. And, and I'm going to drink tea to you. <laughs> Because I know you won't do, I know you won't do that shit. <laughs> I drink also, but it looks like gin. And it smells like gin. And tastes like. <laughs> yeah. So it's been, a, it's been a, that has been like the biggest, you know, aside from obviously the band uh, making new music. Uh, this has been like the newest thing for me personally. I think it's going to be, and the goal, and I'll wrap it up with this. The goal is just to bring some hope. Uh, a positive message, not preachy, but a positive message to whoever needs to hear it. Because right now, there's so much negativity, there's so much fear, there's so much whatever. This, I think, would be something positive um, and bring some light, even if it's one person. It's a win, you know. Listen, dude, I think it's awesome. awesome because you went out on the road with us and you still stay clean. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> In its own right. Yeah. Uh, whatever you listen, everyone has a journey. I think that's fucking really cool. Um, we're going to get to that. But cool. I really want to know how you are because why don't you share with everyone what you went through? Oh, with, uh, yeah. And um, November, around mid November, <coughs> excuse me. Um, was it my November? girlfriend, yeah, it was mid November. My girlfriend's son came home and he was diagnosed with, uh, with COVID. And, uh, her older son came to the house, but he didn't know he had it. He wasn't feeling right. But then a couple of days later, he was diagnosed with it. Um, and then her younger son, her 18 year old had it and he lives with us. Um, so I spent two weeks, uh, you know, quarantine doing the right thing. And, uh, you know, I work remotely from home and doing my thing. And then the last day where I was supposed to go back to work, I felt, I was like just feeling run down and I felt crappy. And then I, uh, the next day I went to get tested. I thought I had strep throat. And then I got tested for strep, flu, and COVID. And everything else came back negative except for COVID. And then days after that, it was just, you know, you know the deal. Like I told you everything. Like the days after that, it was rough. It was really bad. It was like body chills, aches. And then it turned into like me breathing weird. And I still have to this day um, some breathing issues that I'm trying to overcome. I had to go for some other, uh, some series of tests, but um, yeah, COVID was no joke, man. No joke at all. I got very lucky. I'm going to say I'm very blessed. I'm very lucky with how I got it and not how I got it, like with how I handled it and how, you know, how it handled me. <laughs> so um, I'm very fortunate and 
you know, anyone who's suffering with this horrible disease, um, you, you're in my prayers, you're in my thoughts, and people who have passed on from it, you know, you're with us, you know, we're with you. Well, I saw you had posted, and I was like, is he fucking around? And then you started getting <laughs> serious, like, a couple of days later, and I said, I got to call this dude. Because I'm so glad you did, man. I'm so glad you called me. That was like very helpful information because all the things that you do in your line of work definitely helped me, you know. Well, I, I was hoping that it helped you. And I, hope that, I was hope, more hoping that you listened because the way they treated up there and the way we treated down here is fucking night and day. That's why I was like, dude, you got to do this, 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 and this. Yeah. For those that don't know right now, I work almost exclusively with COVID patients in their home, which I see probably. I can't tell you how many see a week, probably well over 100. That's why I was like, man, that's why I asked you what they did for you in the hospital. I was like, dude, don't do any of that. Yeah, they, they didn't do much. <laughs> but when I got on the horn with you um, and the information and, you know, I, things and suggestions you gave me definitely helped, you know, definitely, definitely helped. Are you still using that thing that I told you to pick up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, I should have brought it in. <laughs> You got to use that like every hour, man. The That's little <laughs> Yeah, the thing that I'm facing with now is this this horrible thing. It's like it's like a cough that won't go away, but then it goes away. And then I have asthma, so the breathing is the worst. You know, it it just it feels like it's like rough. You know, even when I'm at work, I go up a flight of stairs. I feel like I'm 90 years old. Well, that's the, what's good about the device because you know your lungs have like a million airways in it. So the more that you use that, the more it helps force those airways open and laying on your stomach, like I told you, for like two, you know, two times a day, 45 minutes, that helps you hugely. Yeah. I've seen so many people recover just from using that thing. And shit, it's a huge, 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 huge. Yeah, it was def definitely. And, the, and the, they put me on um, penicillin, not penicillin, what's that shit? Pretnazone. Yes. And then they put me on two rounds of antibiotics, which yeah. um, definitely kicked it. You know, it definitely helped. The one night I woke up, I thought I was drowning in my chest. It was very scary. But once I got, I thought I was like, shit, I'm going to go to the ER now. They're going to put me on oxygen. What's next? You know, you get nervous, you know? Well, you're lucky. You're lucky to get I'm very lucky, man. I'm, I'm not one to, I don't get sick. I, very, I mean, when I, get, and when, I, when I get sick, it's like, you know, it knocks me out for a little while and I'm fine. But like this whole thing was different. I felt it move throughout my body. Yeah, you know, I felt it in my feet. Animal, man. Totally different animal. Totally. People want to talk shit like, oh, it's fake, it's bullshit. Yeah, I'll bring someone to your house and let them spit in your mouth. Let me know how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah, everyone's got opinions on shit. Because I've seen people take the long fucking road, man, to, you know, recovering from that and not doing the right thing. And I'm glad that fucking, you know, it wasn't like that for you because it's like that for a lot of people. People don't think it's true, man, but I tell you right now, man, it's fucking, if someone's selling you that bullshit, that's exactly what it is, it's bullshit. Yeah. Because I see a lot it's of no joke, man. on a daily basis. Yeah, it's no joke. I, I, my drummer's, uh, my drummer has it, but he has no symptoms, um, and his mom and dad have it, and his dad's in the hospital, his, but they found some other things going on, like, medical-wise with his dad, too, so that it was like, good that he got into the hospital because they found these other things that they could correct and help him and stuff like that, you know, but, uh, you know, his, his, like my prayers and thoughts are with 
you know, him right now too, you know, like he's, he's taking care of his family, you know, his mom and his dad, and he's trying to do the right thing. And it's very, it's very sad, you know, this whole thing that hit everybody in the world some way, somehow, you know. And the horrible part about it is that, you know, you go to the hospital and that's it, man. You're not going to see anybody until you get out, if you get out, because they won't let anybody in. Exactly. You get to go through that alone. Yeah. And that's why I'm glad um, my situation didn't escalate to that because, you know, I'm a baby, man. I need, <laughs> I, need my, I need, I need my fucking whoopee and I need a hug from my family when I'm sick. I need like, you know, my, my back rub. <laughs> That's why I'm they're alone. You, I'm, I knew yeah. you wouldn't do well in the hospital about your fucking snack packs. <laughs> no, <laughs> I barely do good when I'm on the road, man. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. to do well. it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Just, just, yeah. It's important that you're doing well. I'm glad you're doing well. I'm glad that you posted so I was able to reach out and call you. Yeah, and I appreciate that, man. Yeah. I'm glad you got my number now. I'm glad I got your number too. I keep calling this freaking line comes up. Oh, this is Tony Colosi's voicemail. And I'm like That's that's my old number. It still <laughs> works, but like the phone is so old. Yeah that I actually have to get a new phone for it because I did reactivate it. It does work now, but I don't actually have it on ever. All right. Well, I'm going to call you on this. Oh, you still have that number? number? Yeah, I still have it. <laughs> what is that, your fucking burner phone? <laughs> well, so here's, here's the deal with that is that, so I got a new phone, and my old number was on my mom's plan. as a family plan. And apparently, she's been with T-Mobile so long back when it was voice stream that yeah that the deal she has for unlimited shit they're like if if we because i wanted to take my number at one point and they were like if you take this number off that she has to change her entire plan and you will never see a plan like this ever in your life oh she was grandfather she was grandfathered she's, into that. she's been grandfathered in since like 2000 <laughs> well, that's like my number i was i've had my number since next yeah, oh, wow, that's man. that's that's when I I got mine. I actually had it at Nextel. I had the 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 fucking brick looking phone with the walkie talkie. <laughs> yeah, you chirping it. Yeah. And then when she when we went to Voice Stream, it was she took all the numbers from Nextel. Ah. And then you know from Voice Stream on, she's had and then it turned into T-Mobile. She's been grandfathered in every single time, and she's never changed it. So she gets like unlimited everything for like. <laughs> stupid amount of money it's like so cheap <laughs> so she's like i'll never change it and i was like well just leave the number then they said it's cheaper for her to leave the number than it would be for her to like take numbers off it's like stupid how cheap it is yeah she was like they were like you'll never find this plan ever again so you might as well just pay for the extra number at this point You're, it's still cheaper than any three four number five number plan out there that's the same wow. sprint i want to like change and move but i'm like if I do that, I'm going to lose this good price. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucked up with cell phone stuff, man. I've done some f- fucked up shit. <laughs> I bounced from Sprint, T-Mobile, AT&T, Verizon, and now I'm back to T-Mobile. And they all want money for me. Because, <laughs> you know, I get like I'm my, my, my addict side now that I'm, you know, I, I, there are other things I do now instead of drugs. <laughs> is I, I like new iPhones. I like every color of iPhone. I like every model of iphone so i have to get every one of them when they come out try them and then like you know sell them if i don't like it instead of returning it like a normal person like i do weird shit man see i'm not an iPhone guy. 
I'm an yeah. Android guy. Yo, you're I an Android guy? Apple. Yeah, I only like I'll oh, see how he lags. See, I can't hear him now. Yeah. Oh. Ah. I am very vocal of how Android I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you, yes you, you are. Yes, you are, Donnie. I know. But I have an Apple computer, and I love my Apple computer. Cool. That's the only thing I like is Apple computers. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the, the band has a Mac or yeah. Mini, Mac Mini. Mac Mini? I have a Windows 10. I have a, I'm getting ready, to, getting ready to pull a trigger on buying a new computer, finally. Cool. What are you getting? I'm getting another Mac, but I'm going to get like a souped up fucking Mac. So I don't have the problems that I have with this fucking thing mm. crashing on me every time I use something. Yeah, I use a laptop. Yeah, I thought about getting a laptop, but I like the... I like having this with the big screen and all that. And if you get a laptop, then you got to hook another screen to it. That's what I have. I have a double uh, dual monitor, but the behind it is the big monitor. And in front of it is the little monitor. It's like a, just a reference point. Yeah. But, That's uh, what I do. I have my laptop and yeah. then I have a dual screen hooked up to my laptop. Yeah. I have the two <clears> screens. There, but I think I want to get like a, like a, you know, the iMac. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what cool. I have. That's definitely, yeah, that's a pretty bad. Especially what you guys are doing, you're gonna need to get stuff like that, more sturdier equipment. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get the iMac Pro, the one with the the highest RAM, everything, like the, the full shebang. And then my my next plan after that, maybe next year, um, is to get like a uh, probably not a Pro laptop, but just a regular Mac laptop. Yeah. How much? How deep are they going into into your anus for iMac? <laughs> uh, so. I can trade this computer in. I can get like 600 bucks for it towards right. it. Right. So it only cost me like another, I think it's like 900. Oh, that's not bad. It's, it's not bad. It's really not that bad with the trading because I have all the original shit. I got the original box. The box makes a difference in price. Yeah. <laughs> like if you, yeah. If they're like, do you have the original box? Cause that makes a difference. I'm like, yeah, I do actually. Yeah. <laughs> I got everything. I got the foam inside too. Does that help? Like, fuck. <laughs> um, so the every, I don't know, it's like all part of a calculation. And then if like, that's the lowest number they'll give you. And then when you bring it in, as long as it's in good condition, they might give you more. And mine has literally only been moved once in its entire life. So what if I was going to go in and buy one and not have any trading? What you, you, you could get like, you could get the, the pro and then there's the regular one. This is the regular one. The regular one is still awesome if you get with all the gigabytes and the memory in it. It's only about twelve hundred. That's not bad. And you could also so, find you could also finance that shit. Yeah, too. you could finance. That's what I was going to do. It was going to be like ninety bucks a month, I think, for a yeah, year. I'm, I'm maxed out on my credit, so I can't finance shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't finance a slice of pizza. Well, you just bought a house. That's why. Give me some. Well, and I just got another guitar too, so I got to really stop doing shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. But it sounds nice. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. What I'm getting doing? ready to buy expansion for my interface too. Nice. They can. I, I picked I out what I want. An 88 key keyboard because I'm learning piano right now. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah, man. I um. So, you know, with COVID and not being. Uh, I'm not saying not being a musician, but not being a touring playing musician. I've, um, you know, fuck out my bass here and there, but so I started doing a lot of, um, I don't know what to call it, um, a lot of, not sampling, but just a lot of. It happens a lot. Work. What's that? You, you froze on us. You froze on us. Say that again? 
You froze. froze. Oh, good. Um, just a lot of beat work and shit like that, you know. So, like, I had the Norse Key um, 49. I had Ableton. Do a lot of sampling and shit like that. So, I just wanted to learn because I took piano back in the day. So, I wanted to be proficient at it. So, I started taking piano lessons. So, that's where I'm at now. Just making That's awesome, man. That's cool. Doing my own <laughs> Look at this guy. There you go. <laughs> And, you know, just making my own beats and music and stuff like that. More towards the gorillas, hip-hop type, tip type shit nice. like that. Nice. Um, so, uh, fuck it. I'll learn piano now. Yeah, are, you, are you getting that's a keyboard? Yes. So, I have a, the, the, so the launch key 49 is a mini, but it's more like a sampler, like drum machine type of thing. But That's what um, this is. I need to get a full... 88 key keyboard for lessons. I, I know a nice one that feels like the actual keys of a key, of a piano. It's got the weight. That's what you really want to look for is one with weighted keys so it feels like a real piano. Gotcha. Because so, um, I was going to buy one and the one that was recommended to me by a guy who does like a bunch of studio work was, it's only like, I want to say like 350 bucks. That's not bad. No, it's, and it, it like it looks it looks kind of like a piano. Yeah, that's pretty much what I have. Nice. And um, but it's a full it's a full size, and it looks like a like a small piano, but it's weighted and it's got the pedals. But you can also bring it in and use it like that. Okay. So it's a it's a mixture of both. It's also uh, um, USB driven. You can put it into the computer, or you can actually just play it. Yeah, I saw something on um, Sweetwater. They had like a. Um, 67 key and a 68 key and it was like under 100 bucks because i'm still learning on it right now i'm like no nah. this one i use to record and do everything i do the other one i'm just using to learn on so i don't need another <clears throat> fucking you know paperwork i use i use addictive keys in uh reaper my my door that i use and uh, as a uh, VST file, I'll just jump in on addictive keys, or if I need drum tracks, I'll do addictive drums. Yeah, Reaper's um, nice, man. I like it. Yeah, Reaper's so, dude, it's like 70 bucks for a lifetime freaking software, and it's like reliable and it works for everything that I need at least. Yeah, Reaper. A lot of people are trying to use it. I use a lot of doors. Yeah. Yeah, I use Logic. I just stick to Logic now. Yeah, a lot of my friends use Logic too. I started on Reaper, and I'm gonna ma I, I not master it, but I'm I'm pretty comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. Where I can get some pretty good stuff coming out of it. And right now, I'm also doing videos where I'll play to uh, songs that I, the guitars will drop out. It's just drums and bass. I'll grab some you know some samples from some people, and I'll just like I was doing Spanish Castle Magic from Hendrix the other day, and I um I was jamming along to that through the headphones to my Helix, and it's all in through my computer. So whatever I hear in my headphones is what you'll hear. Like you'll hear the legit sounds of the guitar. Oh, nice. I like playing through an amp, which, you know. Through That's what's good about Ableton Live is awesome. So it's been, I've been using Reaper for that. Oh, that's cool, yeah. I know a lot of people use Reaper. Yeah, and I'm trying to bounce it into like when I go into Zoom, like when we're having this conversation, I got to figure out how to transition to my audio so when I play guitar, I could talk to you and like you could hear what I'm doing and also hear the microphone. I don't know. I haven't figured that part out yet. I'm working on that. That'll be another five months. Yeah. <laughs> so what's going on with 
um, you musicalize and say, say um, Craven Strange. What's going on, Craven Strange? Well, we just in December we released a new song called Rise, and uh, that has been doing surprisingly really well. Um, the reaction uh, has been positive. It's been great. Um, we're really proud of it. One of the two, one of the one of the songs that when we wrote it um, before COVID hit, it was going in one direction, and then with Jim you know, my singer, the way he experiences um, things and then he, the way he expresses himself in lyrical content and then how Jim and I coordinate the, the, the arrangements of music. And then the other guys who, you know, my bass player, Monty and my, my, my drummer, Chris, they come in and they just like, they destroyed on his track. They just rocked it, you know, um, thunderous bass tones. And my drummer's just like, forget about it. He's just ridiculous. That's so, um, yeah, Chris Waterbury. He's uh, you guys check him out. He's sweet, sweetheart of a guy. And like when when you hear him on drums, it's just like, oh my, really? You're my drummer? <laughs> he's, just, he's, like, he's like thunderous, you know. Um, he, you know, he's um, we we gave him three songs to learn for the audition, and he came in and he learned fifteen, and he was calling out songs that I didn't even remember that we did. <laughs> he's like, hey man, we'll play this song. It's on the b-side of of this record i'm like oh shit and i let me leave the room and let me figure it out on the phone and then i'll come back and then we'll do it <laughs> and he knew That's all those awesome. i'm like i love when people come in like that man. yeah yeah i love it when people come into um a brand new situation and ruin the ending of star wars for someone yeah i remember that yeah that's good you're lucky you fucking still live <laughs> <You'll be laughs> so tony do you remember that do you yeah, remember that tony yo tell troy tell that story man Fucking so, you bring this dick beat in. <laughs> Yo, it's the first time I fucking met the guy. I have no idea who the fuck he is, but he's auditioned to play guitar with him. So we're jamming, we're fucking hitting it off. Everything's fucking perfect. And then we're like, oh, we'll take a break. And we're all talking about movies. He's like, yeah, we're talking about Star Wars. And he's like, yeah, man, it sucks. Han Solo fucking, it sucks that Han Solo dies, right? And I'm like, oh, I didn't watch the movie, you dick. I'm like, you know what? You ain't going to work for us. You need to shit right now, yeah. Yo, I felt so bad. I was like, oh, you fucking The second I right heard now. your reaction, I was like, I probably shouldn't have done that. That's fuck. And I do that my whole life. I always go, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Talk about Force, Awakens, Force Awakens was not even two weeks old. <laughs> and I'm like, Han Solo died. You're like, motherfucker. So you know, you were like, oh yeah, it sucks that Han Solo died. And I was like, oh, you stupid. Yeah. There were some choice words thrown my way. <laughs> to rightly so. And I felt bad. I'm like, man, I better not blow this audition. I better play be play well. <laughs> well, you already played well, dude. Like, you know, we already have this conversation. Fucking, but I dude, I, that was a fucking great time. Yeah, that was a wonderful time, man. A great, a lot of great, great moment, Bob. Me, a, you, Tony, Jonathan, the goat fucker. <laughs> goat fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I remember looping around in the tour bus in the city, I think it was, to pick him up. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? We're going to go pick him up in the city. Can't he just fucking meet us where we're all meeting in <laughs> by, by your spot? And he comes out. He just, like, he comes out. And I never would have expected... I never met him before. I never would have expected who he 
like this this dude's playing and he played amazing he played the tour it was like great but he was he was a funny motherfucker man. yeah yeah fucking interesting to say the least I'd, but, I'd get out of my bunk and look down and he'd be underneath troy's bunk near the tire <laughs> like sleeping with a blanket over his head totally content i'm in a comfy top bunk Roy, Troy's got his bunk with his like snacks and his iPad and you know and 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 Terrence with his blankets and Tony's got like all kinds of cool shit going on. <laughs> like, I get up to take a piss and I look down and he's like, "This guy's like, all you see his feet hanging out, but the rest." Of I'm like, "Man, if we have an accident, this guy's done. He's a pancake." But uh, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. he was totally get that, totally get that with that shit, man. But together. He played great. He was just that dude, you know. He was just that fucking dude. Yeah, telling you how to play your songs was the best for me. To <laughs> I just sat back and was like, Ooh. <laughs> "It's like, dude, you know, we're in West Virginia. If I decide to leave you here, you can have a fucking problem." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no one's picking up a fucking Arab dude in West Virginia. <laughs> it's a long, so it's, it's a long ride home, motherfucker. But yeah, no, my cousins in Tennessee that time. I thought you guys were gonna like duke it out on his deck. (laughs) It's like, oh my god. And that's the shit I don't I I fucking hate when I meet a musician that's really good, but I just cannot fucking connect with it. Yeah. It's personalities. It's like a marriage, you know, you gotta like yeah, it's a four way or five way person, you know, marriage thing, you know. His problem was he was too good for his own good. If that makes any sense. Yeah, he was he was ahead of things like yeah, brain wise, you know. But like yeah, he tried to wise, he, just, he tried to analyze every guitar track in a song. You know what I mean? Every yeah. drum hit in a song, every this, you know what I mean? Like, and when you have people like that, it's it's too much sometimes, especially when they come into a band that's already been playing together, yeah, for a long time, and then you know you also got. A new, a newish drummer that's been in the band for like a year at that point, um, and you, you were in there fairly recently too, like not that terribly long. So it was like, of course, shit's going to sound different, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, you know, what do you, you know, I'm not fucking being hired to fucking hit the snare drum exactly how the motherfucker did on the record. Right. You got to put your twist to it. Yeah. You, you know? put your feel, like you put your feel on everything you do, and you can hear that. Him, he was all about. Oh uh, uh, no! It's just is how it was. No. Yeah, this is how it wasn't written. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. You were you were there when yeah. it was written. Didn't you just get hired when I got hired? <laughs> <laughs> I was. I remember arguing when I was like, motherfucker, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember him telling me right before we went on stage. He's like, you know that solo for that song. I'm like, yeah. Can I do that one? I'm like, no. <laughs> that's, that's, no, not at all. Well, I think it would be cool if, like, I do that solo and you do this and you do the rhythm part. I'm like, yeah, that'd be cool, like, in rehearsal if we go over it. But we already have everything set, so no. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, like, I, I massaged it in a way where it was, like, I didn't want to ruffle his feathers because, like, we were both kind of new on this whole thing. But, motherfucker, if there's a lead, I'm playing it. <laughs> so yeah. at and, and, again, that's a discussion at rehearsal. It's not a right. discussion. You don't oh, change five minutes. You don't change fucking stage time. Uh, let's change the set list up. No, you guys want to play uh, uh, Walk on the Water tonight? What the fuck? <laughs> and I think he came out as it is clothes. Like, you know me, like I dress 24 7, rock rock life. That's just yeah. the dumbass that I am. But <laughs> hilarious, too. 
comes out to stage and he had like khakis and like loafers and like, <laughs> like a zip up like jumpsuit. I'm like, yo, man, we're getting ready to go on. You ready? Where's your chains? No, this, saying, is what I want. this is what I do. <laughs> my friend, my, my friend, you don't understand. And he's called me so many times since he was gone and like probably he's probably called me recently to tell you honest God truth. Yeah. He's, he's always calling me <laughs> asking weird ass yeah. questions. He, it's one of those things when I pick up that old phone number and I listen to the voicemails, there's always one from him. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, I love to hear it's, that. It's like crazy shit too. Like the one time he, uh, he called asking for Scott. Remember Scott? You, you know, Scott. Yeah. I know Scott. Try uh, Scotty too hotty. Fucking the guy oh, went okay. on tour with us. McGovern, McGovern, you're the, the locust. Drum. Yeah. The drummer. No, the, he was, uh, the, the singer for year the locust. Oh, okay. Um, he, uh, called me up asking about them trying to get information because they, I guess they were looking for a guitar player or something and he wanted to join them. And I was like, yeah, you're not going to fit into that man, bro. <laughs> I think I remember you telling me that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He did that. And then he called me up. Um, I think it was this summer. Called me up, asked me if I wanted a bunch of um, furniture because he saw that I had bought a house and I had a baby on the way. Yeah. He's like, the only thing is you have to come get it today. <laughs> yeah, there's always a caveat to this, his situation. It's like, well, you live fucking hours away in the city now. Yeah. He's, he's, still, he's still in the same spot in the city? I have no idea. Um, I feel like maybe he was moving or something and that's why he was trying to get rid of shit. Yeah. Um, it was really interesting. Like, but he calls and... He called me up. Oh, he called me up one time and he wanted to do a Guns N' Roses tribute band. And but he wanted to do the modern lineup of Guns N' Roses. The modern lineup? Yeah, like the the current lineup. Oh, okay. With with, with like a DJ Aspro and all? No, no, with Slash, Duff, Axel, and then uh Frank on the drums. Like it's got a mixture of the old lineup with DJ and the new with the classic lineup. Okay. It's a mixture of both. He was like, I really think you have the style of the the, the drummer, Frank, from from Guns N' Roses. I think you'd be a perfect fit. You look like him, too. Because <laughs> he's a big, bald, black guy with a beard. Oh, yeah, because you look just like a big, bald, black guy with a beard. I was like, okay. Because <laughs> he was so into, like, he wanted to, like, be in a tribute band that kind of looked like him. Oh, okay. And he had, he had a chick singer that was doing Axel and all this shit. It was fucking crazy and i was like at um at the time i was like yeah that sounds like fun yeah i love guns and roses this should be fun and he tried to like do some crazy shit in between i was just like okay and then i never heard from him and then yeah. i heard the next time i heard from him was the the baby like stuff like oh i got furniture i need it gone yeah, today yeah. though it's fucking he's nuts dude yeah he's definitely out there good guy definitely out there though nice guy he just strange Strange guy too. Like, <laughs> I posted a picture. Remember the video shoot? Yes. Uh, for, uh, and my, I redid Where all my drums. Yeah, and I had the yeah. red drum heads and all that shit. Video shoot. For Beware of the Night. Oh, okay, okay. And he commented on a picture. I posted a picture of my drums. Yeah. With the the red drum heads and all that shit, and he's like, "Cool kit, man. Uh, what's with the red drum heads?" <laughs> I was like, "They look cool." <laughs> right. That's what you like, right? Like, I don't understand. Like, what, what I'm understand is like, I just don't get it. I was like, okay. <laughs> Why do you have a black Stratocaster? I don't understand. Like, what right. the fuck are you trying to say? Why, 
I drive a car, you drive a goat. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like it how was, fun was that? How fun was that video? That oh, video it's was great. It's great. It's fun. I was watching it a couple of weeks ago, where obviously in quarantine, I was, I was showing Kim, and uh, she all she kept saying was, wow, you're so skinny. <laughs> I'm like, that's all you got to say, babe. You know, there's other things going on in that video. Yeah, but, yeah, that was a good time. That was a great time. I actually Dunkin recently watched it, too. catered. I remember there was Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> I actually watched it recently, too, like two weeks ago. Yeah, it was ago. a good time. It was definitely the a good time. The problem with that dude was there was no humility. No, you know, he knew that he was that good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was a little ahead of, his, little ahead of himself, a little bit. I was going to kill him in that Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> What, what, what happened to Waffle House? Remind me. That I just West probably. Show. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. I was going to fucking strangle him. <laughs> I kept telling him, like, you're handling this wrong, Johan. What was his name, Johan? I'm like, dude, yeah, you're handling it. this whole thing wrong, John. You got to relax. Just yeah. play the songs, dude. That's all we got to do. Just play the songs. Should, all you got to do is eat waffles. That's <laughs> all you got to do. Yep. I'm like, you see, see Troy, he's black. When he turns red, that's not normal. <laughs> so stop pissing him off. <laughs> yeah. No, I, don't <laughs> I forget. Me and Frank were doing something else when that, like, when that happened. We walked into that. Yeah, well, the uncomfortable walk-in. It, me and you went somewhere. We I don't, like there was a Waffle House, and then there was like another place or something. And me and you were doing something, and then we kind of walked into this argument going on. We yeah. were like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, what just I, happened?" I always try to de-escalate, de-escalate whatever that word is. Um, situations that I see are, if it keeps it going, it's going to be a problem, you know. And I kept telling them throughout that whole tour, I'm like, "Dude, you just gotta just play the guitar, man. Just do your thing. That's where you shine." Stop talking. <laughs> yeah. you know? Well, even when, when Mike came into the picture, um, there was an issue there. It was, like, constant, too. It wasn't like Mike. You know Mike? Yeah, I know Mike. Yeah. There now? Talked to him the other day. Mike, uh, little Mike. Look like Opie. From Ohio? Yeah, from Ohio. Yeah, I yeah, talked yeah, to him the okay. other day. Listen, you're talking about that superstar. I've been through fucking... <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot of lineup changes. Um, yeah, Mike came in, and there was like an ongoing issue with him for a while with between him and Jonathan. It was like, you know, you started to feel bad for Mike. It was like, oh man, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> like, I don't know. Every show I played with Mike was always fun. Oh, uh, Mike's a good dude. I talked to him all the time. Sweetheart of a so, guy, man. You know, it's funny. So we were out on the road. We had just finished up a Boba Flex. Um, my God forbid, I can't name the other two bands we were doing. But so we're in um, South Bend, Indiana. And these guys are just fucking killing me, dude. They're fucking killing me. Literally, if I had a fucking gun with three bullets in it, I'd have put one in the drummer and two in the fucking guitars. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. So I called Tony. I, and I haven't spoken to Tony probably in like two months. And I called Tony. We're outside of fucking, you know the place, Cheers, in South Bend. And I called oh. Tony. Hey, what are you doing? We're talking about. I said, dude, I need a gun. 
He's like, oh, he's like, yeah, so we're talking. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll, okay, I'll sing you all the songs. I'll be ready for rehearsal when we get home in a week. And I literally, as we finished, I got off the phone with Tony. That was our last show. And I turned around, I was like, you're fucking fired. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went home and Tony came to rehearsal like a week later. I just couldn't, that was nice. lucky with uh, Johan. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah, it sucks when you're in a band and there's like shit, you know, like when you walk into the room and it's like, oh, man, I wish I was, can we all just like play and vibe and make music and hang and laugh, you know, like that's what I like about being in any band, you know, like when I stepped into Dead Superstar, I didn't know what I was getting into, but as soon as we played and also the tour, the camaraderie, the the vibe was there, you know, it was good. It was well, really good, you know. You know and I think what the problem is that if you don't bring someone in that's been through it and that's seasoned, you know, everyone thinks that it's a fucking party, man, but it's not. It's a lot of work, man, you know. Those other yep. you know, 23 hours of the day suck ass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like pissing in Gatorade bottles because there's no freaking where else to piss. Like, <laughs> what, what is that? What is that? What are we looking at? I don't know why, but like your picture is frozen in like a position on my computer. I don't know if it is on Troy's. Me? Yeah. And like yeah. the, the picture is hysterical looking. <laughs> like yeah. the image, like it I'm almost feels weird. like we're in an interview and like, oh, joining us on the phone. <laughs> and it's just like a picture of you. And it's like the worst possible picture of someone that could ever be. <laughs> it's like, like awesome. one of those. Awesome. Make sure we, it looks like you have a turd make, sure we make photocopies out. of that. Yeah. It's like you're going like this. <laughs> No, I got a, I got this, I got a, I have, you know, you want to laugh? Oh, my old man shit. This is rock star status. After I had diverticulitis and then I had COVID, now I got a fucking hernia. Oh, <laughs> this oh. pain in my side now, right? When I went for diverticulitis surgery, my surgeon was like, yeah, by the way, you got a hernia, but we're not going to take care of that. We'll do that in, in another time. I'm like, fuck that. Do it now. He's like, no, it's going to be really painful. I'm like, well, fuck that. We're not doing it all. So <laughs> I, I got this hernia. Every once in a while, if I sit down for too long, I got to do this. So it almost looks like I got either a fart shit or something's going on. And now that it's frozen, the screen, <laughs> and you caught me mid. It's like, up. <laughs> it's like legit, like, it's hysterical. Yeah, let's, uh, so let's speaking move. Speaking of all <laughs> so I got me and a physician assistant got real close and fucking personal like four days ago. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, he had to, you know, he had to go into the trap door and feel around in there for a minute. <laughs> so I got a new best friend, apparently. It's trap door. <laughs> Why don't you explain to the listeners what yeah. trap door means, Troy? It's the starfish. <laughs> did they, did they, did they find anything in. like your skate key turn, from 1963? Turn around, stand on the toilet, and put your ass in the mirror. And you'll see what the trap door is. Did you have to do that? Did you have to do that? Was that procedure? No, that wasn't procedure, but it's funny because <laughs> we're sitting there, we're talking, we're going through it. He's like, so, do you mind if I examine your prostate? Well, you're posing like that's a fucking question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and it was, a little, it was a little weird, you know, fucking um, standing in that position <laughs> while some man puts his fucking finger in your asshole. <laughs> like, we got, we got through it. 
and I came home and I cried and I drank some whiskey. <laughs> That's great. I had um before diverticulitis surgery, I had to get an endoscopy and a colonoscopy at the same time. So I was like a fucking chicken on a skewer. He <laughs> <laughs> was coming out of hell fucking head. Yeah. And that was embarrassing because I don't know if people know what the after effects of having a colonoscopy is, but it's um, flatulence <laughs> is a technical term. The second I woke up, the guy's like, all right, let it rip. I'm like, what are you talking about? Just get fart. Go ahead. I'm like, <laughs> just like, air, just like a hot air balloon coming right out. You know, it's like insane. And, and my ex-girlfriend at the time was in the other room hearing everything. And I was like, oh, you heard that? <laughs> you should put, you should put on and fucking move yourself out to her. <laughs> like right in the other room. I'm like, this is a gas chamber and then there's a waiting room. Oh, that's perfect. How long are you dating her for? Well, the, that was my ex. I, I'm with Kim now. Oh, my God. A few years now. A few years now. Yeah. We're friends for a while, yeah. Your ex, how long were you with her? Oh, my ex? I was with her for... Oh, when that happened? Yes. <laughs> like less than a year. Oh, she, she never heard your fart before? I she just... We didn't have that kind of thing, man. It's like I, I didn't just... We didn't do that. Like I did probably when I slept, like I do with Kim. Like there's definitely flatulence happening when I sleep. You know, I know there is, but like I don't walk around the house and let them rip. I just don't do that. But you know, what uh, I do? oh man, I'm embarrassed. I get embarrassed, man. On the third date, I grabbed by the head and fall in the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's love. It is love. Back. Kim tells me straight up. She's like, "Go ahead, God, don't worry. What are you worried about?" I'm like, "You don't understand. If I do that." you're going to leave. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. I'm like, no, you don't know. You don't know, baby. You don't know. So you know what I do? This is what I do in the morning. So I have coffee. Can you see me, Frank? Yes, I can see you. I grab my leg. And I just pull it up like that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can never get my leg that high, Troy. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't even think that? when I was in my 20s, I can get my leg that high. <laughs> you doing that fucking DDP yoga song? God damn! I do what nice. I gotta do to keep it popping, son. That's that's gravy. That's 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 terrific, Troy. I know you need the fucking the good angle to go in to feel your prostate. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is this is good open sharing. I like this. This is good. It is, man. We yeah, all have man. our fucking issues. Oh yeah, of course. It's funny. Yeah, exactly right, Tony. It's like, you know, the old Howard Stern show. Just look, look at the picture of Frank. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like right now, right? It's Why, still am just... I, am I you're frozen? Still, you're still frozen. You're still frozen? Yeah, yeah uh, you're looking at the microphone like... I can wait, hold on. Like, you don't see my video at all? No, we just yeah. see, like, the last shot of you, like... <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's all do the Frank real quick. Ready, Tony? One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got an idea. Hold on a second. I'm going to dip out and dip back in because for some reason... I'll pause it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, Hi, the guys. Frank. Hi, guys. <laughs> um, there you go. Here has this one. Does it look better? Look at that. Hey, yeah, there it is. Look at that. Oh, three, that three bananas. Where is that good. Tony's my wedding. wedding. Yeah. Uh, that, that shirt that I wore, bro. That I got. I got to find. I should have uploaded that picture. The glasses, the shirt, and the scarf that I wore for that for your <laughs> wedding, Tony. Everyone thought I was 
Terrence's date. <laughs> hey, but we played it off. Like we played it off. We started like fucking feeding each other at the table because he had a lot, couple of drinks and shit. So we made some people feel a little uncomfortable at first. I didn't talk to Terrence all night. He was too busy at the bar getting whacked. <laughs> yeah, I like, I passed him once. I, I saw you guys when you first got there. Yeah, I talked to you, and then <clears throat> I saw Terrence. I saw you guys sitting during the ceremony, and then I legit didn't talk to him the rest of the night. I don't even think he said bye or not. Yeah, he. Um, I had to drag him out of there. Get <laughs> <laughs> a little too many, too many cocktails. Oh, yeah. Well, well, you know, free food and drinks. He's fucking there, son. Yeah, it was funny. Which is funny because me and you spoke a few times to the way. Yeah. 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 And I talk, I remember talking to you a couple times, too. Yeah. I remember sitting at the table telling the people that I was at a band, trying to convince them that I wasn't Terrence's boyfriend. And, <laughs> and, uh, not there's anything wrong with it. I just, I, I'm just, you know, I'm not, I, I just don't do that. But, you know, the point is that all of a sudden people are coming into your wedding party, Tony. And all of a sudden, complicated my for my bands. One of my band songs is playing for that music. I'm like, this is my band. This is my band. I was trying to tell the people at the table, and but you had the Mandarin version when they toured in China, being played. So it wasn't even like <laughs> he just looked like an asshole. Weird version. So like you have my singer going, that thing, the wing, because it was all in Mandarin. Yeah. We recorded that song for when they we did the tour in China. They needed that song recorded so they could you know the dialect he did an amazing job but it was like they're like Yo, you're, in a, you're in a chinese band man what's going on with you yeah oh, dude i flipped i flipped out on my dj why over over dude there were so many problems man the ceremony the speakers kept fucking blowing up and then he played he played the wrong song for the father and um Daughter dance and then we oh, did. I didn't. I didn't catch that. That's fucked. Yeah, and then when he went to play the the dance with my mom, he started playing the song again. Uh, that was the da- the daughter um, dad dance. Oh, and then like I went up to him. I was like, "Yo, I let the shit go during the ceremony because I'm a musician and I do sound stuff. So I get like it's windy out. You're using wireless mics. You know, I understand shit happens. I was like, but you better get your shit together." I was like, because you fucked up multiple times now. Yeah. And after that, he, he was all right. And then you told me about the fucking Mandarin Chinese version. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I and wasn't you know, even pissed. I thought it was hysterical. I told Jim when I got back, we were laughing for hours. He's like, are you serious? I'm like, dude. And I, I with my phone, I tried to tape it so I can get like some sort of clip to show him. I'm like Mandarin. <laughs> dude, I fucking, I went up to him. I was like, how did you find that song? Yeah. I was like, how did you Spotify? I think he just probably hit craving. I don't know how. No, no. I'll tell you how he got it. He downloaded it off of what do you think he downloaded it off of? What's a really old thing you used to download fucking music off of? No, don't tell me Napster. Not Napster. What was else? Uh, I have a horrible memory. Um, what was the other one? Torrent sites? No, it wasn't a torrent site. It was fuck. Oh fuck. No, I can't remember anything. Older than Napster. No, it came after Napster. Right oh. after Napster, but it was going on the same time. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. MetaShare? Meta, Metafile Share or something like that? Some nah. Pirates Bay? Nah, I was just talking about it too. I said the name. I was like, I didn't even know that fucking thing was still around. <laughs> he got, uh, it'll come to me. But um, he got it off that. I was like, I didn't even know that still existed, dude. 
and he just looked at me. Why would he? Well, did you tell him to play Craving Strange too? Yeah. Oh, wow. I specifically <laughs> requested that weeks beforehand, so he should have like. I said, any songs you need. Written music. No, um, I will send it to you. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, no, I got, I can take care of it. I got things to get it. I'm like, oh, okay. And he was like, yeah, I downloaded it off of blah, blah, blah. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Dude, the best, that was my highlight. I mean, the highlight was everything in that wedding. I had a great time. But for me, personally, the, the funniest fucking thing is like, my whole career with this band has been like, you know, we do something. And for some reason, it blows up. <laughs> Here's the opportunity right here. Well, we're over here. You know, it's like, it's like since 2006, you know, and, uh, but we, we keep trucking along, but that's what happened. And like, all of a sudden our song is being played and it's the Mandarin version. I'm telling people at the table, like, it's my band. Well, you were sitting at someone that knew you. Uh, did I? Was it? I thought so. I tried to make friends, you know. LimeWire. LimeWire, yeah, yeah. LimeWire. Lime he fucking downloaded it off of LimeWire. Did he use an I'm AOL point five connection? Like that the whole time. <laughs> I was like, LimeWire, that fucking thing still exists? <laughs> yes, what he downloaded that song off of. Oh, wow. That's why it was in oh. fucking Chinese. <laughs> I have to tell you. If I miss anyone at my what my COVID wedding, it was you two fuck faces. Yeah, I, I was so upset. Yeah, with you, dude, I'm sorry about that, man. I mean, when everything breaks up and everything is like opens up, rather, I want to. We should all just seriously like get a hotel room and just sit together and have snack oh, packs. Come down here, have a big enough house, so we can get a whole. Yeah, you know what I mean. Make it a fucking really uncomfortable scene, like it's in the fucking movie, um, with Walkie Mark there. <laughs> You're going to bring firecrackers and it's Tony's going to bring the cocaine? <laughs> yeah, well, it'll we'll, we'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> what movie was that? Marky Mark. Oh, what fucking movie is that? Like is that a. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, shit. Boogie Nights? Yes. Yes. Boogie Nights, yeah. Boogie Nights, that movie's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would like to uh once everything opens up like visit you guys and just see each other you know like it, I'm, i, I mean, love this, this zoom stuff is great and all but like i miss like human interaction you know yeah you know i like um you know what i do think that this has at least done for the world the zoom shit is that like whereas where we used to like call on the phone and talk yeah. now it's nice that you could just do like a quick video thing you know yeah. Yeah, that's kind of nice. You know, I mean, podcast stuff aside, like it's nice that like people are more like into like, oh, I'll just video call them real quick. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. Like either whether uh, what the doing on Facebook or people doing on Snapchat or um, I know iPhones got their own thing. Yeah, the FaceTime thing. I yeah, I started FaceTime. I yeah, I started Dude, I think- using the Android one more often lately. I fucking yeah. hate texting. Yeah, you're not a texter. I'm a texter. I'm a texter. <laughs> Only because you don't get reflection through texting. Yeah, shit, you know, and there's a lot lost in texting. I'm old school. I'm older than everyone in this fucking conversation, but I like hearing someone. I like talking to someone. You know, I like seeing someone. I hate fucking texting. It's like the dick way out. You know. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, that's I'm why guilty. I like it. I'm totally guilty. <laughs> it's totally guilty of that. <laughs> I'd rather put an LOL and fucking put the phone back in my pocket than be like, yep. <laughs> a, nice, a nice little K. Here's a yeah. K. <laughs> K Peace. is bad. 
Yeah, oh, it's bad I now. I can't do that. I can't do K anymore because it, no, it, you can't. Auto corrects to L all the time, and I'm like, fuck. Uh, oh, fuck is duck. <laughs> you know? We talk, and I talk to Frank, and I talk to you, Tony. You you have to admit it's a different conversation, and much lively conversation when we're actually fucking talking on the phone with each other. Absolutely. Oh yeah, because when we're talking Absolutely. about even just setting up, like, oh, the next meeting, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Just let me know. Like that's how, like, and that's legitimately like how I'm texting it. Like, yeah, man, whatever. Just let me know. I'm good. But if we were talking, be like, yeah, man. Well, you know my schedule, this and that, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's and it turns into more of a personal thing. Like, well, this is what's going on. You know, I got the baby stuff now. It's a little bit harder. Yeah. So you know, whereas like, almost feel like I make more excuses when I'm on the phone. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. See, I got this going on. Whereas if it's a text message, I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. It's just good to hear someone's voice sometimes. Man. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. yeah. But, I want to hear your voice, dude. I want to see how you're doing. You know, I want to yeah. know you're good. You know, and that's the other thing that's good about a phone call or a voicing is like if somebody isn't doing well, you'll know. Yeah. You know, even if they're pretending, like you'll know. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, are you sure you're all right, man? Like, you know, with a text message, you have no fucking idea. None. They could, they could be literally like, you know. <laughs> Hanging from the rope. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm great. Yo, man, I'm doing great, man. I'm just going to get a coffee. Yeah, I'm doing awesome. I can't wait to see you next week. LOL, bro. LOL. Bye. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I talked to Frank. He, he sounded great in a, in a text. I can't great in that text message. I just texted him. over his wall five minutes after I'm up on When was the last time we shared a stage together? Oh, your your farewell tour, <laughs> your farewell show, not tour. Your farewell that show at uh, at no, Revolution. That's me and you, Frank. That's that was me, me and you. you, yeah. And then yeah. I did a show. I think I did two shows, right, Tony? Did I do two shows? Yeah, I did two shows. I did one with you, and I did one with Pete. Was in the band, I think. What did I do with you? We did. We did. A well, show. yeah, we we did something. We did a show. A buck cherry. Might have been. I, I, you know, I just remember well, we did a show. No, it was uh, uh, King's X. Yeah, we did. I did doubleheader that night. I played with you guys, and then I also did with Strange. Yeah. King's X, yes. yes. Yeah, King's X. It was I King's X, was, I think, the last time. Not only the last time we played together, I think it was the last that Superstar so, show I ever played. Question yeah. on this fucking floor. This was the last time we did a fucking show together. Is that the dude from fucking um, Scott Monday? Staff? Nah, Whoa. Scott Staff. You did Staff, right, Tony? I did Staff, yeah. Did you do Staff, Frank? No. No, I declined because I don't like Creed. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I think there was a scheduling issue I couldn't do. So I think it was Mudvayne. The Mudvayne oh. tour. Nah. Yeah, we did, we, no, Mudvayne we met in Detroit, I think it was, or some shit like that. Virginia. Somewhere. Virginia, yeah. And the venue said, uh, the bass player from Mudvayne on the outside yeah. banner. <laughs> it didn't even say his name or the name of his band. But that wasn't the last time we played. It was no, we no, we played in New York together. When? Me? Yeah, you were there. It was me, Troy, you, and Mike, because Mike went to play the um the Jimi Hendrix thing and like had problems, so you started playing it. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Wait, Wait, I, I tell you. Was that trapped? <clears throat> trapped? Was it no, trapped? No, it no. It was trapped or Scott Stab. It had to be one of them. It wasn't Scott. It wasn't right, Scott so Stab. I know who no. it was. What the? Fuck is was that, that Boba Flex? It might have been no. Boba Flex. 
It wasn't no, Boba Fett. No, no, no. It was um, I hate did this. Someone told. Um, he didn't see it. He didn't see it. He didn't see it. No, he didn't. I'll put it back. He definitely didn't see it. I didn't see it. Take take a look. I know, I know who it was. I just can't remember the name right now. I can't remember. All right. Well, you know, it was it was a band. It was definitely Revolution. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely lost my train of thought too. So it don't like really matter at this point. I I remember the last show Troy and I played together. Well, we all played together on um your last show. I remember just like looking over at you, like it was like towards the I think it was the last song when I was, and we just like the big smile on your face. I was like, he's smiling because I'm next to him, rocking. And you're like, I can't wait to get on this motherfucker. <laughs> you're just like, man. <laughs> no, it was. The only thing that was missing was Tony. And I had yeah. no control over that because yeah. of whatever the fuck they were doing after me. But Tony was there. And shit, but that was the only thing that was missing. Right? Some of the best times are with you two guys on stage, dude. And yeah. I'm talking about from day one before that with perseverance to with you guys that was some of my best times but with you guys man, we had a good time good chemistry you know yeah that was great That's chemistry it. we all got along well and there was a respect for each other that i think the three of us um you know we we we, we fuck around and kid around but we there's a respect for each other professionally and also now whenever i hear that stupid song, i'm like fuck it Tony. <laughs> you killed it. We always fucking killed that. Man. People like that. They love that shit, man. I'm like, dude, we got a fucking Stevie Ray. And and you guys, you, the best part about it is you didn't know me to to and you took my suggestions on you know, like, all right, let's try it. And and like for me personally, that that means a lot. You know, that's like that says a lot about human beings. You know, you're not like, oh no, this is my project. You can't do that. You just shut up and play the guitar. You know, it was like, dude, cool, let's try that. And I'm like, sweet and i didn't want to let you guys down and, and, it, and we all did it together it wasn't just one person it was all of us you know we all rocked after you started playing with us i hated the shows where you weren't playing with us <laughs> I, I totally knows really? that i fucking hated it i was like yeah hey, we got this fucking slap over here <laughs> and even you know then when tony couldn't do it i was like fucking yeah I'm yeah not you know it was but yeah, it wasn't the same when I, I mean, that guy Pete was good, but it wasn't the same with Tony, without Tony when I played that one show for, uh, it was like. Yeah, we, we, could, we could debate that, but whatever. I, I, enjoy, I, I enjoyed, the, especially the first tour that we did, because the second oh. tour, there was a lot of technical car issues that were going on, and I think, yeah. I, I, think I ate, like, your mom's chicken cutlets when we got back. I ate, like, 50 of them, and then I had violently sick in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> We pulled up to Philly, and, and your mom comes out, Tony, and she's like, you know, you remember the deal. She's like, you know, I mean, you guys chicken cutlets. It was like four in the morning. As soon as we hit the road, we got a flat tire in a middle of uh, Jersey. I was like, oh, my God. Every single time I heard, I'm like, oh, another flat? There was like four, like three or four of them. That one was bad. Yeah. Was that second tour was bad. Was, second tour was rough. And then we spent most of it at a gas station stop. Yeah. And I was eating biscuits and gravy at McDonald's <laughs> because <laughs> I wanted biscuits. Get, where we but that just slowly got rid of the trailer and put everything into the van, into the bus. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was, we were in Maryland. 
Yeah, that was horrible. And fucking, all I see is these two assholes fucking literally lifting up the trailer and just ditching it. <laughs> I was like, yo, you can't do that, man. He was like, why not? There ain't no registration. <laughs> I was like, they don't, he's like, we don't even know who owns this fucking thing. That's <laughs> nuts. That's the one. That's the tour. Well, I was like, yeah, I think I'm done with this. <laughs> that was that was a bad one for everybody. Everybody was, was kind of like, we had conversations. I was just like, dude, this, this is like, there's no plant. And then Terrence was just like, oh, no, 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 no. And like, we just kept like putting money in. And we're just like, but nothing's happening. Yeah. Like nothing was getting fixed, right? Because Terrence was just like doing crazy shit. And I was like, yo, buddy. And he was like, oh, yeah. And then after that, like, we had our own things. And that's why, you know, why I, I rolled. I was just like, I can't do that. <laughs> Not anymore, yeah. man. When I did with that last sec, the second tour I do you guys, we had all those flat tires. When we came home a week or a week or two later, I had to go back out on the road with Strange. And I was like, I don't, I, I, I want to stay home. <laughs> I, was <terrible. laughs> I was like traumatized because of all the flat tires. I was like, I don't, I'm good. But we did, um, we did like the uh, South, what was it? Midwest. South by Southwest. No, we did Midwest tour. We played Lafayette Theater. The goal was to hit Philly and, you know, Ohio and Pennsylvania, a couple of places. And then we would hit um, Indiana, Lafayette, Indiana. We played Lafayette Theater in front of like, it was like 1,600 people was the capacity. And um, Johnny Beehive was his name. He was the local guy that we're all friends with for years. Um, he's he's an amazing artist, man. He's really, his name is fucking hysterical, Johnny Beehive. He, dude, do you know? Do you know Johnny? Do you go, or are you just making fun of his name because he's a really, really killer yeah. singer? He's a great. I gotta song. tell you right now, he could be the fucking next reincarnation. <laughs> That's a funny motherfucking name. <laughs> yeah, no, he's. Let me tell you something. He's 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 a really sweet. He's an amazing artist, dude. He's and yeah, so is Big Cock McLaugh, but I'm not fucking pushing him in. <laughs> Fuck that. <He's> like, <laughs> Mute his microphone, Tony. Mute his microphone. Hey, I got to anyway, fuck at his Beehive, the guy who you make it fun of, sold the fucking Lafayette Theater. Out, kid. Yeah. Not what? us. I'm going it was out him. with fucking Frankie Two Steps. <laughs> <laughs> they think there was actual bees like there? There was some bees. There was some honey for on sale at the concession stand. It was, it was good. I'll yeah, be, I mean... I'm sorry. I mean, that's a great marketing thing, though. If my name, if I was, like, going by Johnny Beehive, I would 100% have my own I fucking I think he honey. ditched the hive and just kept it Johnny B. I think I just fucking ruined it for him, but, yeah. Well, so you know, <laughs> I'm going out in three weeks as fucking Big Clock McLock. So. <laughs> oh, Troy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Frank. I can't help it. No, it's cool. It's, it's cool. Like, I'll just, you know, I lost my friend now. <laughs> uh, he ain't never gonna see this. He's I, I was a Johnny B. He's gonna ignore me. He's gonna be like, I'm not gonna sting you anymore with my stinger. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, he's seriously in all in all seriousness, he's he's a great artist, and he sell he sold out Lafayette Theater, and he called Jim, who's his best friend. Oh, that's pretty good. And he's like, listen, why don't you guys jump on the show? And we opened up for him. And that was like, the, the, the theater was like, it's almost like playing like the garden. It was like huge. You know, I was like, wow. That's awesome. So it was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. How I learned a lot about, about myself on that show. Which is super. The lighting of my mohawk needs to be a certain angle. Otherwise, I got a bold spot. <laughs> How do you feel about not being able to play live right now? I'm hurting, bro. I got to be honest. It's not the touring part. It's the... 
I miss being on stage, man. I didn't, I didn't learn from starting at the tender age of four to play guitar. I didn't lose, you know, um, time away from family and friends and girlfriends and, and, and parties and, and sit in my room and learn how to play the guitar to play in front of the fucking webcam. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or play in front of a computer. Like, I love it. I'm so grateful that we have this. You know, I'm not bashing it. But I am saying, like, I miss the stage, man. Like, it's, it's like air. You take it away from a person who's relying on it for so long. And, I'm, and listen, I'm an independent musician. I'm not a fucking national. Like, people are depending upon music venues to, you know, play at to make a living. And it's, it's not there, you know? And people are hurting, and, and it sucks, man. It, it, I'm not one to complain about anything, but, like, yo, man, how do I well, – you ask me how I'm feeling? I miss playing on stage, man. I miss going to shows. I miss supporting my friends' bands. I miss everything music you know because that's what I, that's what i that's what i grew up with man that's my thing i can tell you if i miss anything about all that craziness that we spoke about besides playing with you fucking jackals <laughs> is um i miss playing live that's the only thing i do yeah. i miss all that other bullshit for the other um 22 and a half hours of the day i can fucking live without yeah but i miss playing live man i miss the energy, the feeling, the craziness, you know, just looking over left and right and behind me and fucking, you know, it's just exudes energy. That's yep. the only thing I miss. All that other fucking nonsense that we talked about or did not talk about for reasons, it could eat a dick. <laughs> That's uh, true. Fucking, but I do miss people think. Yeah, people think like you were talking. I'll piggyback on what you said. People think that like you know being on tour or playing shows, it's like a party. And for some, it is. You know, I get it. Um, but for independent artists, it's not. It's work. You know, it's promoting. It's constantly pushing each other to okay. You know, we got to get to this next venue. And then you know, there's hours of no sleep or broken sleep, and you're tired. And everyone stinks in a fucking bus, and you know and you don't know when you're going to shower because, you know, there's no hotels. There's no places to crash. There's like, you know, your bunk or the back of a van like we had in Strange. We didn't even have a bus. We had a van. And uh, if we had a hotel room or someplace to stay, it was a score. But it was like the most you wouldn't shower in a fucking toilet, would you? But if you didn't do it for four days and all was offered to you was this wonderful bidet, you'd make a nice fucking shower out of it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I have to tell you. Being on both sides of that coin from the beginning of Perseverance to the end of my stint in Dead Superstar, um, there's no difference. You know, it's the same, you know. Yeah. I'm just talking about, you know, numbers at this point. But right. Been, and I tell you, some of the best times you guys are playing with you guys are in the top, not in the top five, top three. And I've That's been awesome. doing it for a fucking long goddamn time. And yeah. shit fucking... How did you feel like when you came, how did you feel like after the last show, like let's say like a month or two afterwards, like how did you feel? Cause I remember my, when I, I remember the feelings that I felt, but how did you feel knowing that like shit, like I'm not doing this anymore. Like, did it hit you? Like it was like shit. No. You know? So the first time when I ended that superstar, we were signed, you know, um, I think it was in it prematurely cause just all the situations that was going on in the band and everything itself. 
um, when I walked away the last time, the night I walked away, I felt like there was a fucking goddamn weight lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. Uh, two months later, I felt fucking like it was the right move, that it was the move that I needed to do. It was a move that I wanted to do. I was ready for it a year before I did it. Yeah. I stayed around just to make it an easier transition for the other people involved in the situation. And I spoke about it with Tony. I spoke about it with, at that time, my fiance, my wife. <clears throat> um, I was ready a year, a year, year and a half before I did. I just sort of had to ease it out and just do it gently, which, you know, in hindsight, fucking sort of didn't blow up my face, but people didn't fucking appreciate that. Um, but when I walked away, dude, I was ready fucking six, seven months before I even walked away. So when I walked away, I was fucking relieved. Yeah. You know, and, and that was my thing. When you're ready, you'll know. Right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, when I when I left Strange in 2010, when I had to race, you know, Frankie and 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 do the dad thing, that was a tough choice, man. You know, not a tough choice because like the right choice was made, you know, and I don't regret it, you know. But still, walking away from it, I was away from music. I put the guitar down for a year. I didn't touch it after I left the band, and I felt like part of me felt like. Oh, Sweet. I got Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays to myself. <laughs> you know, I don't have to worry about jumping on stage. I don't have to worry about loaded. I don't have to worry about fucking money and this and the other. Oh, sweet. And then like two months into it, I was like, oh, what do I do on a Monday? <laughs> what do I do on a Tuesday? You know, it was an uncomfortable feeling, you know, and then um, coming back into it years later, um, I, I'm so happy i got the opportunity to come back into it you know and then also make music with other bands that i did prior and then also make my solo record and then also jumping in with you guys like i got i got the opportunity to come back and play music which is what i always loved but i'm reaching the point in my life right now where it's like okay no shows things are kind of quieting down a little bit you know we're releasing still releasing music we have more music to release but we're not touring we're not there's no plans there's nothing we don't know what's going on i'm getting older you know i got a family i what happens? Like when, when, when is the end point for me? You know, well, I'm going to tell you that, right. Probably like a couple of months after I left dead superstar, I got an offer from a band in California, which we all know. And I got to throw the name out there, you know, come audition, see what happens. Works out. You got it. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. You know, that was like one of like a few offers I got. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. And that's when I knew that I was ready. Yeah. Yeah, it's I'll always play music, right? You know, like I'll always find something to be creative on cuz like if I can't do something creative, like I'm doing a podcast and I'm doing videos and I'm doing like guitar stuff, I'll always play, but I like I don't know, you know, like I'm reaching a point. I think it's just like the fact that once you hit a certain age, it's like you know, don't quit, but you got to be realistic, you know? You got to be like there's got to be a an end game somewhere. The last so, thing I checked, there was no retirement system for a fucking rock. Right. There's no pension. <laughs> there's yeah, nothing. No, you know, there's no watch. You know, hey, thanks for, thanks for sharing. You know, there's no fucking watch. Right. 
I would I would be happy to take a watch. You know, there's yeah, nothing exactly. in the you know there's no there's no golden you know rainbow at the end of it all. Golden pot at the end of the rainbow, whatever. But you know what though, Troy, you made some great fucking music. You did some you had some great experiences. You know what I'm saying? You did you did a lot of amazing things for me for music, man. And like the point that I'm hitting, where it's like, okay, so I did a lot, and I'm I'm feeling more nostalgic than I am, like energized to go forward. Like, how much more can I possibly, like, what, like, how much more can I do? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, that's where I'm, and I'm being very honest. I'm not being, you know, this is not for show. This is just like me being bare bones with my friends telling, you know, hey, man, as a musician, it's like, I'm still going to play, but am I still going to do, you know, jump on stage, jump off the drum riser, spit water in the air, do the, you know, <laughs> am I going to be, you know, because <laughs> my, my old ass is just like, <laughs> dude, I don't know. I'm tell you. I, I jump, I'm you, dead. <laughs> and that's what I love about, you know, my chick, Annie, is that I was going to push one way or another. And those questions will eventually just fucking answer themselves to. Like, yeah. you know, I never was pushed. Like, oh, you, you know, you got to do this. It was never, that was never the case. It was all on my own doing. And the questions just answer themselves, man. Yeah. You know, and you reflect it and it's like, you know, and I was just like, you know what? Fuck New York. You know, fuck this. Yeah. I'm fucking with money. I'm not breaking even this and that. I don't think the shows, I love fucking playing shows. I'd play a show right now. Yeah. One of you guys like, yeah, let's play a show. Yeah, let's play a show. We're going to play. I yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll do that. But like the touring yeah. part of it, you know, like the actual nitty gritty hard work of getting back on the big things that we were doing before. You know, when everything opens up, it's like, all right, well, how long until you know, how many more years is that going to be or how, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'll still play music. I'll still do my shit, but. I'm 51, dude. Everyone's not Ozzy Osbourne. I know. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I don't, I don't want to be that guy where it's like, <laughs> I'm already an IT guy for during the day. So <laughs> the IT guy, hey, I'm in a band, <laughs> you know? Like, I can throw some names out there, but I won't. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Sometimes you just say, hey, listen, this is what I achieved. I'm great. Listen. Very grateful. I'm going to, I'm going to, yes, very grateful. But just to throw it into perspective. Yeah. So I did it for 27 years, whether touring with a band, playing with a band, or teching from a band, you know, working at Sundance and all that crazy shit. The shit that I've done, the shit that you've done, the shit that Tony's done, if you want to put it into perspective, out of all the local bands growing up that tried to make it, you were in the one fucking percent. You've done more fucking touring, playing, radio, all this crazy ass shit that comes along with that than 99% of the people that said in high school, I'm going to do this. Yeah, guess what? I said I'm going to do this and I fucking did it. Yeah. To all sorts of levels. So that alone is a fucking achievement to me. Yeah, it's definitely perspective, like you said. You gotta look at it as from all angles, you know. Like I'm grateful for every experience from a bad gig to which would never really was a bad gig. It was more or less of like, all right, an experience that didn't work that well, you know, or like maybe a lot of people didn't show up because it was our humble beginnings, you know, uh, to playing sold out shows in in like weird places that we never thought we'd ever fucking play you know like and 
like you said, like I made records. I, 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 I had a great run, you know, I just got to figure out, you know, like perspective, like you said, you know, I'm glad you said that, you know, I got to figure out like what's, you know, where's not the end game. Like there's no pressure at home for me to stop this. Like Kim's a musician too, my girlfriend. And you know, that she loves, we all love, we all love music. You know, we all love doing this, but the, it's just, I think it's because I'm hitting an age and I'm also approaching the end goal for my job where it's like retirement, you know, it's like, Hmm, maybe I should start thinking like, you know, I want to move away from New York too. It's fucking, it's expensive, you know, brutal, brutally expensive. You know, I want to have future. I want to have like a, a goal in mind of like, yeah, this is the end of it. You know, this is my, my ending years. This is how I want to go out. You know, I busted my ass off at 27 years at the same job and I paid my dues and I, and I, and I, and I, you know, I want to figure out what the next or the final chapter is for, for me, you know? Listen, this, man, this is like a deep said, conversation, man. We should we should just totally proctology each other right now and just get out of this. Yeah. Well, I, went, <laughs> I went through that process early. Yeah. Like a few years ago, I went through that process. And I, I spoke with Troy about it many times. Yeah. Where I like, at where I was at, that's, I kind of just was like, you know, she was fully supportive of it. And it was just like, but I don't really, it's, it's just not there anymore for me. You know, it's yeah. like, it's just not doing what it used to. And it, you know, then I stopped touring and then I kind of, I just did some fill in work and then I kind of just, you know, drove away from that and then started recording my own shit. And that was like enough for me for a while. And, um, you know, and then I, I pretty much was like, it was like, I, I had to, I was like half in and half into the family life, you know? And, yeah. and you just uh, had the baby. So yeah, you, you, everything's, new yeah that that was you know i would say probably a good year or so before that i was just like i want the family life right now that's what i want i want to i want to i want to get married i want to get a house i want to have kids i want to do this and that and you know i'm not getting any younger you know so it's like i don't want to be 45 years old 50 years old having a fucking kid that's crazy or or regretting i didn't have kids true i didn't have a family or regretting the fact that you're on the road so much and you're not raising or you're not there to be there for like yeah. the birthday parties or this that the other you know when frankie was little when craving started i was barely home man you know yeah. and and then the legal things that had gone on with his mother it's like that's yeah. why i stepped out of the band you know so for you it's amazing because you're present for your you're, gonna, you're present for your child you know you yeah. you and you did all the cool things prior to him being here you know so it's like yeah that's my thing is like you know in the I would say decade of me doing it, I would say professionally uh, from being a local player to being a touring uh, tech to being a touring drummer. And uh, I've done a lot more than most motherfuckers have. Yeah. I didn't do the, the usual go to college, do your four years, figure out what you want to do and all that. But I had a pretty good fucking time for about 10. (laughs) And then alone. That's the important thing. Yeah. And that's, a, that's an education oldest. in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. Being the oldest one in the conversation, I remember fucking being in high school, like, I don't want to play in a fucking band. And how many people were going to play in a fucking band? To, I'm going to fucking do this. And how many people actually did that? To working at, like, the hottest fucking club, you know, fucking in New York, and then teching for people, and then working for them, then starting a band, then opening for them, then touring. 
you know, that's a fucking accomplishment, dude, that no one fucking, fucking does. Go back in fucking time from when you first started playing in your circle of how many people said they were going to do all that shit to how many people actually did it. Yeah. How you progressed and what you got to do compared to what they did. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think my, my biggest thing is it doesn't matter how many... I don't know how many recordings you made of different bands you did and this and that. Um, I mean, I was on a fucking TV show. And (laughs) all I think about when I look back is guys like you, the friends I made. I would have never made those fucking friends not doing this. Right. The connections. That's where it all stems from, man, the connections. The stories, the 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 things that we did, like, and the lifelong connections. I mean, you guys were at my fucking wedding. <laughs> you know, that's not normal. You know, we would have never met under any other sort circumstance. I know. And, and, and the beautiful part of what you're saying is, is, again, it all is about the human connections. Yeah. In our industry, you, they, people come and go, dude. But yeah. if you hang on to the ones that matter, the ones that really make an impact in your life, like you guys make to me and I make to you, you know, whatever. Like, here we are years later chatting, you know, in, about, about everything. And, and we're still, we're still like, still that same vibe when we first met, you know what I'm saying? And so yeah. And that's, and that's, tomorrow. that's what I think is the best. Yeah. We hit the stage tomorrow. There's like no time. Yet. Right. Yeah. Except for me, it would be time because I got the COVID gut. So <laughs> I'm not jumping and, around and, like I used to. And you fucks oh. didn't come to my wedding. <laughs> I am Sorry. Well, how about when we do we'll when, when we actually can do it, we'll redo the wedding. Yes. And I will not be <laughs> you, Terrence's you, date. You guys can dress up. <laughs> we, we actually already planned that that one sick is normal he's gonna do something here. Yeah. Nice. Definitely. Nice. That's a great um, idea. Yeah, we'll be there. We'll definitely, we'll definitely be there. I'll just break your balls. <laughs> you, know, the, you know it's one of the I gotta wrap this up, but I'm gonna tell yeah, Tara no, um Troy did this. <laughs> Right before I go on stage, I have an electric razor. Before I had a full beard, I had like that little chin strap jerk off fucking thing going on. So <laughs> I remember looking in the bus's uh, side mirror at, just to get like, just to trim up my beard to look clean so it didn't look all like five o'clock shadow. And Troy was right there looking. I didn't know he was watching me. And all of a sudden I'm done. I click it off and I go like this. And he goes, he goes, and that's how you shave a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it was, it's just moments like that, Troy, and and moments where Tony introduces me to the Dollar Tree store where I could get unlimited oh snack packs. I mean, those and, are the stories and, you hold on to. Not the records, and, not the shows. And, those are you ready to rock? <laughs> you ready to rock this place? Yo, that was great. I still have those videos. I still have One video is the best when you're just yelling at Terrence from like fucking oh, yeah, 100 right yards right away. Right. It's like, it's just like, you're right. Yeah. And we're just like, Troy, Troy yep. I'm not with the goofy face. And you're like, Terrence, are you ready to rock this place? And he's just like, kind of like, kind of see him in the background. He's just like, what? Yeah. I was That's one of the funniest fucking videos I ever saw. <laughs> You know it's funny. I'm 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 doing. I was gonna cue that up and play that, but I don't know how to do the audio. I'm not the greatest, but I was gonna play that through here. It's like I like to transition the photos in there. I don't know how to transition videos through OBS, but next time, 
I will do that. that. Send it to it's you. a learning process for us. We're still trying to figure some yeah, of that shit out. <laughs> we're trying to figure out how to reboot a goddamn computer. It's like, oh, what the fuck do I do now? It's like, yeah, I know exactly. There's always something. <laughs> always something. It's always something. You listen, are. dudes, I got to roll, man. But listen, it was so good to just sit and just hear, you, like I said, hear your voices and 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 see your faces, man. I miss you guys. You guys are family Actually, always. I miss I you too. You. Welcome on whenever you want to come on. Thank Fuck you. Yeah. I love you guys. What are you gonna push, Frank? What are you gonna push for us? What I'm gonna push? Okay. Um, in March, we're two things. One is my podcast, Rock Covery. Uh, I will have all kinds of details as far as the website and everything that's being constructed and designed right now, and ways to get to the show um, around the beginning, the very end of February. But launch date is March 12th. And also Craving Strange. Don't forget, we released Rise. That's on Spotify and all kinds of digital outlets. You guys could check that out. And then we're releasing our next single in March called Ashes, which I think is one of our best songs we ever written in our entire career. If I can go out, that's the song I'm going to go out on. Um, that one is, I'm going to say, is very special. And um, when you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, he wasn't bullshitting. He wasn't selling it. There's a special song in that tune. So, uh I'm looking forward to that. So, and I'm also pushing, you know, I, I, I want to put my arms around the both of you beautiful men and just give you a big hug. And I love you. I love you very much. And love you too, bro. How long we don't talk, <laughs> it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter how long we don't talk. It's always like the first time, man. I love you guys, man. Much respect. You too, bro. You, you got my new number. Um, save it. I'll text you. Yeah, I'll text you too. Um, because that's what we do. We text. We like to text. We like to text. <laughs> All right, fellas. Yo, thanks for having me on, man. Be well. Right. It's nice seeing you, Frank. Nice seeing you oh, too. Love, you. love you guys. Frank. Love you, brother. Right on. Later. All right, brother. Can you hear me? Yep. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Shit just got weird for me real quick. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, there we go. There we go. There's you that good? You good? <laughs> <laughs> all right that's fun yeah 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 i love frank man yeah i love having him on and shit so um thank you for joining this episode of generation animal with tony calusi and myself troy mf moosey ah the mf what's that saying for troy <laughs> Ah, uh, let's see. What can we come up with this week? <laughs> we'll stick with motherfucker for right now because I know you like it. Thank you, Frank. Go check out Craving Strange. Go check out all our shit on Spotify. Generation Animals everywhere. We're on Google. We're on Apple. We're on. You know what? Just Google it, motherfucker. You'll find it. Have a good time. <laughs> and. Uh, don't forget to check out Craving Strange because they're a great band. And um, thanks for tuning in. We will be getting back on track. I hope you guys all had a great fucking holiday. Stay filthy, America. And um, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. Goodbye. We love you. Ah. <laughs> son. I'm keeping it classy the first month of the, of the year. Uh, it's the first one of the year. That's right. Bye, everyone. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> It's a man!